Okay, I think we're live. Well, as live as this shit gets anyways. Everyone, you know what you came here for, right? It's Sunday. It's Flynn. It's pack one, pick one. And we're doing another episode of Zero to Hero. But I'm going to be giving you all a little bit extra too this time, just like last week. First, let me cover uh, what I have always covered with Zero to Hero. And um, for those of you on the podcast, I am also uh, recording on Magic Arena right now as well. So if you want to watch all that action as well, check it out on the Facebook page. You know where to go. It's always in the description of each episode. And I think you're going to want to see that because I will be uh, going over something very cool on Arena in a little bit. Those of you watching Arena... Uh, I know the screen's not really going anywhere at the moment. Don't worry about that. Uh, first, uh, I said I'm going to cover the uh, same stuff I usually do. So, with Arena, those of you on it, you can clearly see uh, currently sitting at level 15 in my mastery. Rose up about six levels in the past week. You know, doing the daily, um, the weekly 15 wins and stuff, getting... Um, all my daily challenges done, doing a few extra wins always helps out. But I'm actually really close to level 16. And then uh, we did have, I uh, think, uh, I actually don't know which day it had happened, but they reset all the ranks again like they do every month. So I used to be a higher plat category, but now I'm back down to platinum tier 4, and actually reset me to gold, I think, 4, so I spent like a day and a half, and I just grinded back up to plat tier 4, which is where I'm currently at, and also took me down to silver tier 3 in limited, uh, more in limited in a little bit, <laughs> we'll get back to that, um, th- so I did play red-white cycling as well, I still have that as a deck, if you uh, are on arena, go to the decks, but I did uh, spend some wild cards, I still have a good amount, though, like 18 rare, 17 mythic, way too much of the others. Um, uh, So I spent, I think, about 8 or 9 cards for both rare and mythics, and I ended up filling out the remaining slots of that Bant deck that you kind of saw when I was doing the uh, microtransaction video. If you want, uh, actually, on Arena, I'll show you all real quick what that deck looks like. Let's, uh... How do I change display? I forget how to do that sometimes. Oh, there we go. Change deck layout. Okay. So, what I'm rocking, this is the deck I used to go from, like, gold 4 to uh, the first plat level. I just kind of stopped at plat there, and I'll try and rank up to diamond again at least, but, you know, I figured I would just do, and that was enough for one day, you know, to go gold to plat. Yeah, I can take it a little bit slower. And what what I'm running is three times Scavenging Ooze, three times Dovin's Veto, four Gross Spiral, two Hydroid Crassus, four Yoro, four Teferi, four Shatter the Sky, two of the new Teferi, three Elspeth Conquers Death, three Nyssa Shakes the World, one Dream Trawler, one Ugin, and just a variety of Bant Lands, Temple, Shocks, Fabled Passage, you know the deal. And uh, it's worked out pretty well. Uh, the only times I've ever lost were... Uh, I had one 
Uh, a handful of, like, really aggro matchups where it just didn't draw a shadow of the sky. Like, they just got really good hands and overran me. Uh, lost a couple with that. Lost once to a Grixis deck, who burned... I burned through, like, ten Planeswalkers of this person's. Like, a bunch of removal. And I was like, god damn, can they just draw some lands for once? Like, and they just kept top-decking threats and answers every freaking turn. Eventually, they actually wore out this Bant deck, which generates insane value on its own. Like, I couldn't believe it. I lost once to another Bant deck who um had, like, three Ugans out. And I probably could have won, but uh, two of my three Elspeth Conqueror's deaths were literally at the bottom, like, eight cards of my deck. And I was like, alright, well, could have gotten there, but it's all the uh, stuff I needed was at the very bottom. So it happens sometimes. Uh, but for the most part, uh, there ain't like another loss or two, but this deck's won most of its games. And I think what's helped with this version of a Bant deck is that I'm not just playing the typical kind of Bant ramp. This is more of like a value and control deck, uh, almost than anything else. And the uh, Scavenging Ooze has been absolutely fire card. You know, it may, I think, be the best reprint that they could have given us in this core set. It's just so good. Like, it hoses cat oven sack. It gets rid of your opponent's euros. And here's the thing. <laughs> Everyone's playing fucking euro. You know, I, I don't even be surprised if the Rakdos sack players are like, maybe I should just run some euros too, you know? Yeah. They, they, they might. I don't know. Uh, so it's really great at hosing those. Yeah, games like it's bigger. It gets around stuff like Elspeth Conquer's death as well. So it's really cool. Uh, I've been liking Scoos a lot. I actually took out my Jolarels. I felt like they weren't helping out that much. And I basically replaced them with three Dovin's Vetoes, which has been such a clutch card. And I'm debating about going for a fourth one, because like, it gets rid of their like Conquer's deaths from Nissa's or Ugin's. And if you're playing against another deck, like, if you're using a deck like mine and playing against a similar deck, if you shoot down their important non-creature spell, like, that one turn just can make the whole game. Doesn't even matter where they play after it. Like, yeah, it's great. And uh, Dream Trawler is also uh, something you don't see in a bunch of other lists, but I've had a lot of success with that, too. Uh, very hard to remove. Great value engine, good for gaining life. I liked it a lot. Um, so yeah, that's the deck that I've been running right now, and I'll probably keep running it for a bit, because I did spend, like, a total of, uh, between rare and mythic wild cards, like, 17 or so to finish it off, even though I got the cards to spare, it's like, I want to get the value out of them. So yeah, it's, uh, pretty cool, been liking that. Uh, oh, yeah, my, uh, Vault Progress, still haven't cashed that in, still don't intend to, unless I really need to. Uh, 144.4%. I didn't track that last week, but it's gone up a good amount. So, I'll try and keep track of that, you know, week to week too, just to see how progress on that goes. And, uh, for the number of events that I've done for M21, that actually has not changed. Still just three sealed, three drafts. Still, you know, the same win-loss for it. So, um... The good news is that it should be going to Quick Draft, I think, this coming week. So I'll 
you know, grind out more events for that set as I get the chance to do that. Should be a lot of fun. You know, I do prefer the human drafts, but, you know, if it means just getting the limited rank up, you know, I'll do it. No complaints. So, speaking of limited rank, though, and this is where uh, it really comes in handy to be watching this on Arena, or watching this on the Facebook, you know, where I'm going to post the video of this, if you're not already, because I'm actually going to be going through part of a Ikoria, or an Ikoria draft right now. Now, I will not be actually um, recording the video of me playing against my opponents this time, but I will go through the actual draft process itself, because I don't believe on this podcast you've really gotten to hear like the way that I navigate a draft how I start it and the choices that I would kind of make as someone that does a good amount of drafts. So that'll be cool. Now, of course, there are bots here, so it's going to be a bit different. Things will be a lot wonkier than they would with the human draft, whether it's the cross pod one here or even just in paper. I do actually prefer paper drafts uh, the most out of any draft. And my method, I'll actually just say this now, some of you would probably, a lot of you probably have seen me draft this way in paper, is that I'll usually make different piles when I draft. Yeah, it's not legal at, like, higher levels of play, but if you're just drafting at, like, your local store, you probably get away with it. Um, and I usually do that and, like, kind of organize my draft that way by, like, either colors or, like, payoffs, um, enablers, stuff like that, into, like, different piles. So, like, I'll know what I'm doing. And maybe your opponents can kind of know, too, but... It's tough if you um, do it a bit different each time, which is what I do. That's how I like to navigate my drafts and paper. Of course, I can't really do that here on Arena, so you know that's that. But let's uh, let's see how this goes. I'm really hoping that I get some cool stuff. And since I finished off uh, Ikoria Mastery, I should have some cool art styles to be playing with as well. Maybe if I'm lucky, I'll get like a a nice mythic one of the uh, beasts. That'd be nice. Be a fun thing to start off with. Okay. Guess we're gonna be drafting against some AI today. See how it goes. And uh, let's see. So six wins is where I get over. Make a little gems back. You know, ideally, if I can, you know, get even just a few wins, makes the draft a lot cheaper. I can live with that. So let's uh see how it goes. You're about to find out what it takes to be a silver rank player on Arena. Really? High skill. Come on, give me a mythic. Ooh, we got Zerda. Blah. So, that is still interesting. I have not companioned Zerda. I've only done companion twice in draft, I should say. I only started with companion twice before, except for this time. What is Zerda worth taking? Let's see. Well, each permanent has to have an activated ability. That's a pretty high cost. Um, if you want to be your companion. But if you don't, it's still a 3-3 three, three for 3 with an activated ability. Not bad. And um, a lot of pros believe that the black, red, and white the Mardu colors 
are the best for drafting in this set. So, you know, it's still a strong rare, fits in those colors, pretty good. Uh, other cards in this pack that are pretty notable are like Fire Prophecy and Heartless Act as well. Those are really good. But I feel like I, I may take the Zerda. It could be fun. And I do like how I've got so many card styles here already. Like one, like Ram Through, Garrison Cat, Day Squad Marshal, Heartless Act, Fire Prophecy, Impulse. Yeah, like six cards in this have that. I really like that. It's cool. Um, so the way I'm thinking is that it's between Zerda, Prophecy, and Heartless Act for me. I don't have to worry about, you know, the signals I send because they're just bots. But if I don't take the Zerda right now, I'll, like, never get it again because, like, there's going to be at least one of the bots that just wants to rare draft all the time and will just take anywhere. But stuff like Fire Prophecy is really good. Heartless Act is really good, too. But it can be a little more situational. So, hmm, that's tough. If I was in paper, I might YOLO it with Zerda, but I wonder what would happen if I take a different approach with this. No, you know what? No, no. I'm going to take the Zerda. I'm going to take it. Prophecy is really good, and I think a lot of people would take that, but you know what? I'm going to just fucking go with it and uh, take that Zerda. See what happens. If I'm lucky, I'll get another Fire Prophecy. Okay. Well, here we go. Next pack up. So the rare was taken out. Rare drafting bots. See some cool stuff. It's like Farfinder, Pyroceratops, Sufking Fumes, Tigerilla, uh, Stormwing Caprider, uh, Footfall Crater. It's an early cheap cycler. We have Regal Leosaur, though. That's pretty cool. And it does fit in with the Mardu stuff, too. There's Snare Tactician, that's good for cycling stuff as well. But I'm going to take that Leosaur, actually. It fits in with Zerda, honestly. And yeah, I got that core style. <laughs> oh, I mean, hey, you know, the packs stay strong. So we have Whisper Squad. That's an interesting one. A lot of uh, people really like that Whisper Squad deck. I haven't gotten to play it yet, though. Ironically, there's Blazing Folly right next to it. There's Mutual Destruction, very good, as well. Uh, Essence Symbiote's cool, but I'm not really... I wouldn't go green just for that yet. There's Honey Mammoth, which is a good green card. There's Huntmaster Liger, which I like. Another cheap Mutator, and you know what? It, it fits in so well with what else I have that I'd be willing to consider taking it now, because it fits in with my other two Boros cards, both good mutators, you know, I feel like I'm gonna go with it, actually, and I don't want to pigeonhole myself, but the, to me, these feel like pretty reasonable picks. Yeah, I've already got, like, a nice kind of theme going on here, episode of the rare, yeah, I'm not gonna see another rare again uh, in this pack, I don't think. So, we have, like, uh, Blue White Land, Plummet, Lava Serpent, Reflexes. I love I love how I finished the Master and get to see all the art styles like this. That's cool. Um You know, a couple cycling cards, some memory leak, a couple cycling one cards, 
Yeah, solid fighting. That's nice. I consider that. We have Garrison Cat, uh, Skull Prophet, Hornbash Mentor. But none of them really fit super great with my deck, I think. I do like solid footing, though. I may take that as a nice combat trick. Oh, Garrison Cat is good. Actually, I'll, I'll take the Garrison Cat. I'll take that. It's, a, it's not a bad card. Okay. So we got... A lot of essence of gifts in this draft. <laughs> Homo Naturalist, Raiding Claws, Cathartic Reunion, Deadweight, Let's Leap, Phased Dolphin, Convolute, Survive Sabertooth, Saber Survive Crystal. Interesting. Is that worth taking though? I don't know. I have a really solid Boros strat here. I may consider taking that Raking Claws. Actually, that Double Strike would be pretty good. I think I'm going to go with that. I'm looking to play pretty aggro at the moment, you know, unless something really big changes. Like, that's a nice hemorrhage, is uncommon. I'm surprised that went so long. Take your tiger, Perceratops. I'm going to take the hemorrhage, because there's a chance I could still go Mardu. I'll put that in the uh, sideboard for now. Duskfang Mentor, it's a good card. Bushmeat Poacher, okay, cool, cool. I like Mutual Destruction here, actually, and I feel like that's the card I'm going to take. You know, I'll see what the removal looks like here, going in. There, there could be a good excuse for Mardu. Coordinated Charge, Weaponize the Monsters, that's a good card. I actually haven't gotten to play with that, but I've heard it's really fun. Day Squad Marshal. Ooh, another Garrison Cat. Well, that goes good with Weaponized the Monsters, actually. So I'm going to take that. Um, yeah, Coordinated Charge, Solid Footing. Let me take the Pyroceratops here. Actually, the solid funny. I'll take that. So I don't really want charge because I've got the Leosaur and the Liger to kind of do that effect. I'll take that Goblin Blister Split as well. You know, if I really like, I'll get another Weaponized Monsters. Okay, so in this pack, there's only one white card, solid footing. Let's take that. Uh, I'll just take the Conlet. Not going to end up playing that at this point. Another convolute. Let's just get that out of the way. Anticipate to finish it off. Ooh! Oh, wow. That changes things. <laughs> this draft. Maybe we are going to go Mardu. Because I just got a Mythic General Kudro. Very nice. I mean, Swallow Hole is really good, too. So is Momentum Rumbler. Primal Empathy is really strong. Boot Nipper, but... You know, I'ma... I'ma take that Kudro. Is that the right choice, though? Swallow Hole is really good. 
Momentum Rumbler is really good. This is where it would come down to my own, like, strength of will. I feel like Swallowhole or Rumbler are the right choices here. Stuff that I can abuse with, like, weaponize, but... Because I'm not a big humans deck right now. So Kudro wouldn't really do much for me. Swallow whole could. I feel like that's the right choice. Even though it's painful to not take a mythic. I'm going to try and be responsible. Okay, we have a Keen Sight Mentor. That's pretty good. Oh, Death Dweller, Push Meat Poacher, Whisper Squad. I do like the Raptor. And you know what? We, we might go Mardu. We might. If I see one more Whisper Squad, I'm going to take just start taking them all. Ooh, we have a Durable Coil Bug. That's really good with Weaponize. I actually got some good black cards, so I'm thinking I might go with Mardu here. But I do want the pacifism. I'm gonna take that actually of the coil bug first because uh, I'm still going pretty white. I still have a big white focus, and I do want some removal with that. Yeah, bushmeat poacher, fun card. Day Squad Marshal, Sabertooth. Actually, gonna take the Sabertooth here. Okay, interesting cards. Um, uh, take that Helica Glider. That could go good with Mutators as well, which I have a couple of. Oh, the uh, Momentum Rumbler kind of came back. I'm going to take that. And I feel like I'm going to go pretty aggro here, honestly. I think that that's the deck that I just want to do at this point. Take a Cloud Piercer. Because I don't really have any humans, so I've got a lot of mutate going on. Uh, I'm going to take the Tentative Connection. Like, Mysterious Egg is cute, but I've got one, two, three mutate creatures. It's alright. And with Tentative Connection, if I get six mana, I can, like, do that and weaponize the monsters, which would be really, really good. I may take another connection, just to see if I can pull it off. But two of those for a stop at. I'm going to take the Bloodfell Caves here. In case I get some more good Mardu stuff, I feel like that's the right choice. And then here I'll just take Escape Protocol, I'll just take the Uncommon. I'm going to take the uh, 
dark bargain as well. Like, I feel like the style of wedding was replaceable enough that, you know, it's not crucial to have. So, okay, maybe, uh, so we didn't see the Kudro again, obviously. Maybe I'll see something cool here, though. Hmm, there's some Nethroy, eh. It's good. Like, I've got Mutual Destruction, I've got Raptor, Dark Bargain, Hammerphage, Caves. And I'm thinking it could be worth it to take the Mythos. I'm gonna actually take that, because the other white red cards in this pack aren't really that notable. And this might end up being a Mardu draft, honestly. There's a chance. Oh, we have a Vulpakeet, though. That's really good. You know, there's Trumpeting Nart, which is beautiful uh, alt art. We have Migration Path. We have Alert the Hellbonder. Heedbonder, whatever. I'm going to call it Hellbonder. So there's good stuff, but that Vulpakeet is going to be a solid card. We have another Huntmaster Liger in here. Like, yeah, there's nothing... It's mostly a blue-green pack right here, so I'm going to take that Liger. And I feel like this is going to be a Boros Mutate kind of draft at this point. Even though, yeah, there's a lot of good red-black stuff in the sideboard, uh, it's tough. The Keensight Mentor. I may take that. I feel like that's a good one. Uh, actually, Forbidden Friendship is good, because it can go well weaponized as well. Which, I'm actually sad I didn't get another weaponized, but I guess I can't be too greedy. There's something really in this pack for me. I'll take the checkpoint officer. I'll, I'll take a Whisper Squad on the off chance I see another. Maybe. Maybe I could still make it work, but I doubt it. Here I'm going to take the uh, Blazing Volley. Take the Spontaneous Flight. I think that's the right choice. Maybe Heightened Reflex. I'm going to take the Zagoth Mamba. Mainly just to develop a wild card at this point. Cause, like, there's nothing really in here. Sleeper Dart is okay. I'll take it. Might be playable. I doubt it. Take the Ten of Connection because it's the only red card. Uh, take Whisper Squad. Why not? And then I'm gonna pay off. Fort. And the last card is a Bushmeat Poacher. Okay, so, yeah, I ended up going Boros with this draft. I think there was a lot of good black stuff, too, but I don't know if it's worth that splash, because I only have one card to splash. And I feel like I have a solid game plan here, actually. I'm not going super wide, but I kind of like it. I want to see how this would actually work out. Do I have any uh, cycling, though, that I can, like, put in? Any cheap cyclers? No, it does not look like it. Okay. 
interesting. And, you know, the way that I did this draft is about as close as I can get to a pile system, or it's like auto-sideboarding cards as I did it. I haven't done that before. I may, I may try that out. But, yeah, I'm going to play some games with this deck. I won't be recording it this time, but in the future I will absolutely record videos of me doing drafts and even constructed games as well. But, yeah, that was a little bonus for this Zero to Hero episode. There will be, of course, a new episode coming out this Wednesday, so look out for that. And, as always, I really appreciate you all checking this out. And please feel free to leave any comments and feedback. Um, I'll see them the most easily on the Facebook page, where I post uh, usually videos for that. But, you know, you can always try and leave a review on whatever source you find this podcast I'll try and look for those too. So thank you again, and I'll see you in a few days.